Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Well, yesterday was my daughter's birthday. Oh my God, she turned 15. And I'm sure if you're like me, you have these moments where these mile markers, right? And some people think of it as New Year's or a holiday. And for me, it's River's birthday because that is right around the start of the school season. It's going right into my favorite season of the um, four seasons, which is fall. So it's this really impactful time. It's this really deliberate time. And of, you know, getting organized, getting into more of a system, getting, you know, she's going back to school live and in person, not behind a computer. So it's this, this year, this year is uh, 2021, you know, it's setting new goals. It's all the things. This time of year, fall, I'm very like in my brain, in my head. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. I've been pondering some words and I'm curious on what you think about these words. So this time of year, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's marked by the start of school. It's marked by my daughter's birthday and it's marked by this time, you know, fall is when we go in and we think about like harvesting things and, you know, winter's here, which is like the ending. It's like the cycle, right? A cycle of life. So I always think about, okay, this is when I'm, I shake stuff up, by the way, right? As an entrepreneur, I go in, I shake things up. I'm like, I want to change some things. I want to add some things. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's very exciting. It's also a beautiful time where I live. I live up in Oregon. So we're like uh, getting ready to do what I call seasonal change out. I do this at least twice a year where if you saw pictures and maybe I I will, I'll take some pictures. I'll put them on Instagram over the next couple of uh, next week or so. And my living room look all fresh and white and light this weekend. I'm removing all the slip covers, removing, changing out um, lamps and, and um, photos and pictures and artwork and even furniture. Yeah, I'm changing out some furniture and it's going to look all warm and cozy and lodge-like and, and we just ordered wood. So I'm, I'm painting this picture for you so that you can understand that this is a ritual, right? This is a tradition. This is a ritual for me. And it's very like, it's um, very deliberate. This is a very deliberate time of year for me to be deep in my thinking and deep in my desire to change, change things up inside, outside, physically, mentally, like all the things. For some of you, I think it's spring, right? Like new, it's like the, the buds are, you know, the, the leaves have that new spring green and it's like alive. And this is where we have like the pagan ceremonies of, of bunnies and baby chicks and, you know, and then there's Easter and the rising up and all the things. For me, it's fall. This is where my deep contemplative time is. And, and cause even the, the, um, um, 
the sun looks different. I'm, I'm recording this really early because I'm getting ready to go meet a client who's come to town. And so here's the, here's what we're talking about today. We're talking about delayed gratification, sacrifice, and why in the hell are we choosing those words to apply to the achievement of a goal? I've really been thinking about this, right? So if you have a goal, you have to give up something in order to have the goal come to fruition, right? I mean, think about it. You can't, what got you where you are today is the commitment, the decisions, the actions, the feelings. So where you are in, in your life, I could look in your life. I could peer in, I could look in and through your window and be a, a, a peeping Mary. And I could tell you what you've been committed to for the last months, years, decades, potentially. So if you want something new and you have a new goal and you have a new result that you want and you want to um, have it, you want to fulfill a desire, a dream, you can't do what you've been doing, my sister. You have to get real with yourself. And what happens is our brain goes, oh my God, you've never done that before. You're never going to be able to do it. It seeks out holding you steady, holding you stagnant. That's its job. It doesn't want you to die. So even if you're in crap right now, even if things are not the best right now, or even if things are pretty great right now, but you still have this inner desire, longing, um, wish, calling, you have to really make the decision to move through the urge and the impulse to pull yourself back. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. So this time of year, I'm like, I'm all back into working out all the time. I love a good sweater (laughs) and boots and all the things. And thinking ahead with my daughter, one of these days, a couple of years going to move out in college. Like, what do I want? What do I want? So it's really getting intentional about, okay, over the next couple of years, how do I want to spend my time? What do I want to achieve? How do I want to feel when she moves out so that I'm not sitting around, first of all, looking at my husband, like, who the hell are you? And looking at myself like, oh, you could have, should have, would have. Who here by raising hands? And I'm sitting here in my, I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee all by myself in my mic. (laughs) But like in my mind, I'm picturing myself in front of all of you. And you all are here, like all thousands and thousands of you sitting in my living room as a collective. Let me take a sip of coffee. And by raise of hand, how many understand what I'm talking about? Now, by the way, side note, John and I are very close. So I'm not worried about when he, uh, when River moves out, that something's going to happen to our relationship because we're very committed and we always are growing. That was one of our, um, that was one of our, um, vows and commitments to each other. I'm going to tell the story also another time because I was telling my client about this. Um, just side note, I'm going to tell the funny story about how I manifested my husband. I told her about this the other day and she's like, oh my God, I got chills. And I've told this every now and again, but I really am going to share with you like my concrete, how to make your goal dream a reality. Like that is coming. So, and I'm going to apply it with my husband. But it starts with this, some of the things that we're talking about today. So back to why are we using words like how is how is using words like delayed gratification and the impulses and urges, like how do we hold those? And then it has that negative effect about our goals. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I looked up sacrifice. Think about it, right? So what got you here? This is what I was saying. What got you where you are right now? You can't keep doing the same thing to get you to the thing that you want. You can't keep doing the same, whatever it is. You can't keep seeing the same type of client. 
You can't eat the same thing. You can't talk to your partner the same way if you want a better relationship. Like if you want something different, you have to do something different. And in order to do something different, some people use the word like, now I'm going to have to sacrifice. Well, I looked up the word sacrifice. I completely forgot to tell you the truth that it was like slaughter a pig, slaughter a a sheep. No wonder nobody likes the word sacrifice. How about we change that? (laughs) How about we think of something that's going to be a lot more supportive to ourselves? I want you to think about also delayed gratification. Like, does that sound good? I want to, I want to master delayed gratification. It's like, it's too black and white, right? It feels like it's, it's so all or nothing. I don't want to delay the gratification for attainment of a goal. I want to experience the emotion of what it will be like to have that goal now. I don't want to, I don't want to, why would I choose to delay that? Now I might not have the thing that I want here. I'm going to give you an example. All right. So here I am, you know, this time of year, I'm really like, I I do a complete seasonal wardrobe change out also. So I've bought all these new cool sweaters and I've started buying a couple new pair of boots. In fact, I'm going to be shopping today to buy some new boots So I've got this like whole new vibe that I want. And I'm like, okay. So if I want to feel fantastic in those clothes, I better feel fantastic now. What do I mean by that? Now, back to the delayed gratification. So why would I delay feeling good about myself? When I have the opportunity to change my thinking and feel good about my body today. See, if you don't love, like if we're not in the place of gratitude, right? If we don't love and appreciate what we have now, you, me losing 10 pounds or you making a million dollars or have a million dollars or whatever the thing, or you moving to the new town or you even having a baby or getting a puppy or whatever the thing is that you think, oh my God, that's going to make me so happy. That's a lie, my friend. That's a lie. You're looking externally for something to validate or to give you an emotion that you want. And God, it's not easy. Let me just say it's not easy to sit down with your own thoughts. So here's the thing. I want you to think about what your goal is. And I want to help you today. We're going to really, I'm going to give you some outlines and I'm going to, I'm going to share behind the scenes on what I'm doing so that you can see what I'm doing. So literally this morning, you know, this recording for you, this podcast for you is out of order and that's okay because I really legit wanted you to have this information now. Because as I'm talking about the journey over the next couple of months with you and my own growth and my supporting you with growth and, and interviewing clients and all the things, I want you to know that you're not alone. Like this is a process, no matter how successful somebody is, this is the process. Okay. And I'm taking my, I'm sipping my coffee because it's really early in the morning and I'm going to tell you, I'm still in my robe and I'm having coffee and I'm thinking about this because this is my journaling this morning. Okay. So the whole, let's, let's put away delayed gratification. Now, let me say it differently. Like, okay, for me, if I am wanting to have a stronger, leaner, healthier body, and first of all, I'm, I'm done being like, it's all COVID's fault. I was sitting around all day. I'm like, that's BS, right? So first of all, drop all your BS lies that you're telling yourself and just get real and go, oh my God, I overeat. I overindulged. I gave into impulses and um, urges. And quite honestly, I didn't sit down as frequently and document my emotions and my thoughts. 
you know, I'm pretty rigorous about my morning routine and I'd fallen off the wagon. And in that falling off the wagon, I failed to stay connected with my intentional thoughts. And I failed to stay connected with the the thing that I know works for me, Mary Bicknell, and that's tracking. And I mean tracking, not just like what I eat, but like in all areas of my life, right? So you can call journaling, journaling, you can call it tracking. It's really that connection about like, hey, what the hell's going on? Because I, I remember we've talked about this before about when you get crazy busy and you're just that floating head of to-do. So if you've got too much on your plate, that's a problem. And so I started tracking again. And when I did, I had that moment of like, oh, so it's not that delayed gratification for me, not wanting to have a piece of like pumpkin bread or pumpkin spice latte that came out yesterday in Starbucks where we live. Yay. It's not that I'm going to um, be punitive with myself, but it's about awareness. See, if I don't have a target and I don't follow the steps to achieve a goal the way that I personally know how it works for me and how it works with clients and how I'm talking to you about it. If I don't follow that, then I'm not going to get what I want, period. Like there's no denying it anymore. I've been around this block too many times. If I want to manifest a different body or like, you know, like I work three days a week now, why do you think I fell off the wagon and worked more before? I used to work three days a week, made tons of money, Fantastic clients, loved going to work every day, so to speak, which is in my home office. And then it just kind of got mucky. And so when I get back on track, I don't think of this as sacrifice. I don't even think about this. This is delayed gratification. I think about, oh my God, I'm doing the thing that's actually taking care of myself and supporting me having the things that I want. Now, look, the truth of the matter, I hope you know this about yourself. I personally know that anything that I set my mind to, I can achieve. Like period, I have that as a knowing. I'm past the believing it and I'm into the knowing it. We're going to have an episode about this. I really think that this is so valuable. The difference between believing it and knowing it, like knowing it in my gut, in my soul, in my cells. And I know that when I track, I always achieve my goals, always. And even the big, crazy, big ones. And yet, as I said, my brain will try and pull me back. Come back here, Mary. So what do you do? What do we do with our urges or our impulses not to follow through on the plan or on the action steps or on the tracking toward our goal? What do we do? What do we do? So I've given myself a couple of thoughts to think, and I'm going to share this with you. But back to the, back to the sitting down every day. Do you do that, my friends? Do you sit down every day and think about what you want? Do you imagine how it would feel to have the goal that you want? So look what I'm doing. Okay, so I'm like, I love this time of year. I can't hardly wait until we always have our like our very first fire in the fireplace on September 1st. It's not for heat, it's for aesthetics because it's gorgeous, right? How do I want to feel at the end of the day and sit down and have my cup of tea read my book or whatever, have the fire in the fireplace. Maybe we're pulling out the cards, having a game as a family. Like, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Well, personally, I want to feel like I've been, I'm well-nourished. I've had my water. I've accomplished my goals. I've ticked off the, the little things on my results list. 
I want to feel relaxed. So if I want to feel relaxed and I just want to work three days a week, guess what? I can't screw off other times. I can't. So those times where you might be, and I might be thinking, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to not do that right now. I'm not going to follow through right now. Because there's, look, there's plenty of times that I do things that in the moment I don't necessarily want to do. Business isn't all like every single thing is like skipping along, happy, joy. What is it? You know, happy, happy. Oh yeah. I was on this Alaska cruise and they were like, um, this is pre COVID God, please. Right. Where you walk into the dining room and they, they like give you the hand cleaner and they're like, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Anyhow, side note, I was digressing. If I'm not following through on the things on my results list that I want to accomplish during the day, when I sit down, I'm going to feel crappy. And if I sit down and feel crappy, my tendency to have an urge or an impulse to eat some ice cream or veg out or not really be connected with my family because I'm in my head thinking, I can't believe I didn't get my stuff done. I want to feel every day when I put my head on my pillow or I'm relaxing in the evening, proud of my accomplishments. So does that mean I have to delay the gratification to feel relaxed in the afternoon or in the evening? I mean, I don't know. I don't like using these words. I want you to stop using these words. Is it true that I have to sacrifice my moment of impulse or urge so that I can have what I want? Sure. If you want to look at it like that, here's the switch. I prefer to think about what is it that I want? And then I'm asking myself if an impulse or urge comes up where I'm like, Hey, that ice cream is really looking good. Which, you know, when you're on target for your goals, all that stuff is easy to say no to. This is why you need to be daily looking at what you're doing. I'm going to say that again. Your impulses or urges come up when you're disconnected from the emotional state that you're seeking through the achievement of the goal. Your urges, your impulses come up when you're disconnected with the emotional state of having accomplished the goal. So for example, I am like so thinking about sweater weather and chilling out and, you know, um, hanging out around the fire in the evening and feeling relaxed, like truly relaxed, not vegging out, not distracted, not mindless, not buffering, not avoiding, but like truly relaxed. I'm willing to stay connected with the things I need to do, the thoughts that I need to have and the feeling of being motivated, inspired, and committed to my goals. And every day I have to recommit to that. If you followed the um, bold series, those four-part series, right? Brave, outgoing, leader, deciding. So after deciding it is, it's committing. It's committing. Okay, here's some examples of thoughts that I think sometimes when I, when, you know, there's the part of me that comes up like, hey, Hey, let's just go to Starbucks and get a coffee or, Hey, let's just go shopping or, Hey, take a break. It's the middle of the day. No big deal. Go, go watch something on TV. What's going on with the news? Like who the hell wants to watch the news anymore? Anyhow. Okay. Ready? Um, again, reframing this, right? Is it really a sacrifice if it supports your goal? I mean, why would we say like, I'm sacrificing to achieve my goal? Why wouldn't you instead be in the place of I'm committed to achieving my goal? And I'm choosing this activity. Remember, when you know where you're headed, when you have the plan, although there's weaving and bobbing and some flexibility with that, 
it becomes so easy to say yes to what needs to get done and extraordinarily easy to say no to all the BS out there, all the distractions. So here's, um, and if your answer is yes, so what? Like really, if you're, if you're like, I wouldn't marry, it really is a sacrifice. And I want to say to you, so what? So what? You're looking in the wrong direction, friend. It's not about the sacrifice. It's about the growth and it's about attaining the goal. And it's about experiencing the feeling once you get there. I want to encourage you every single day to embody the evolved future self who's attained that goal. Close your eyes and imagine. Okay, so this is me, right? Like right now, even doing this, like my future self pops up and I'm like in my head walking around my house and all those new clothes that I bought and these really cute little funky boots that I bought recently. And I bought these cool sweaters when I was away a couple of weeks ago with my daughter in Seattle shopping. And right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm literally imagining myself walking around in those clothes and I'm feeling pretty damn good. I'm going to tell you. And I want that feeling. And so in order to have that feeling, I need that feeling now. I need to allow myself to feel that now. And I am, I'm feeling it like, oh my God, I feel so good. I can see it. I can see it. Now you might be like, well, Mary, if you look in the mirror right now, you're not going to look the same. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm walking the steps to the goal. Is it worth it? So here's a couple questions. Here's some of your, your action steps today to help you really lead a life on common. Because look, you want common? Look around. You want common? Look around. For me, one of the things that I've really decided that helps me think about leading a life on common is truly embodying and experiencing true love for myself, true acceptance, true compassion. I'm so conscious of blame. I'm so conscious of not being judgy to everybody else because that's shadow stuff, right? When I'm judgmental to other people, I'm like, oh, there's a little kernel of me in that moment. This is the work, my friends. I think this is really the work on leading a life uncommon. It's not all about my two houses, well, although, but it's about the journey to how I got there. How did I have to grow in order to have these things? I know today I'm, I'm sharing like a, a variety of ideas, but it all comes back, of course, to the theme of our podcast, Lead a Life Uncommon. If you've never even asked yourself, how can I, Mary Bicknell, how can I insert your name? How can I lead a life uncommon? If you've not even allowed yourself to have that question, I want you to do that today. I want you to pop over to Instagram or email me at mary at marybicknell.com and share with me, what does leading a life uncommon look like to you? You know, for me, having years and years of years of like weight up and down or really working on my anxiety, feeling like allowing myself to experience something that's uncommon also means growth. Historically, my common state of being was beating the hell out of myself. So leading a life uncommon for me isn't all about the money. It isn't all about the clothes. It isn't all about seasonal change out. It's about doing the work to really love myself to really manage my anxiety or my worry, or it's really about saying no to the BS stuff that isn't taking me to the new goals that I have. 
And hey, look, it's taken me a while to like really get to the point where I'm like, what other goals do I want? Because I have everything that I ever could have wanted. And so now I'm at this mountaintop and there's all these other mountaintops that I'm I'm looking at. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm so excited. I have all these other mountaintops. I can can do all these other, climb all these other mountains. Which one do I want to do first? And that is an amazing place. Do you have that? What would be uncommon in your life? Okay. So here's a couple of thoughts. Here's some of, so that's one of your action steps, really writing down what would be uncommon for yourself, but here's some, here, I want to give you some things to think about when you have an impulse come up or you have this urge to like screw off or whatever and not reach your goals. Okay. So this is what I say to myself, cause I'm writing this stuff down. Like I write at the end of the day and in the morning, like if I can remember like thoughts from yesterday, but I try and just, even if I just jot down, even in the moment, in the middle of the day, like whenever these urges or impulses come up to be distracted, I write them down. I might not like examine them fully. Like I do in the morning. I give, cause I'm, I want to like move on with my day. I don't want to stop and just completely, re, you know, examine my thoughts, but here's one. Um, okay. For example, okay. Every time I go to the mall, which I don't really go to the mall that often, but like the other day we went to the mall because we were looking, um, the other day we were shopping. It was River's birthday yesterday. So we were at the mall just like Monday and seize candy. How many of you have a seize candy? Did you know they give away free candy? You go there, you get a free sample. Oh my God. Do you know what my favorite candy is? It's seize candy. They have this white chocolate covered in that covers, um, this cashew brittle. Oh, my God. And you can go there and be like, can I try that one? Or I tried like the dark chocolate, whatever. And then you can buy like two or three pieces, a couple bucks. And then, you know, you, you eat a little bit while you're walking around the mall. So the other day we were there and I was like pointing and there's these seeds candy. And that urge came up, right? Because it was, had been a habit. And my urge was like, oh my God, I want to go get my free candy because I wanted that flavor of that. I wanted the taste of it. It was part of my habits, right? So here's the thing. I wrote that down later and I was like, okay, why did I want that candy? I did not get that candy, by the way. Why did I want the candy? Even having this, even pausing for a moment to say, no, I'm not going to get that candy right now, Mary. And this is what I said to myself, that candy is going to taste so good another day. And then it disappeared. The urge completely disappeared. So, but when I got home, I was like, okay. And and I wrote that down. and, And so this was my pondering around it. Because sometimes we have to make things like allow things to be simple. I was like, why do I want that candy? You know why? Because historically it had been tradition. I would go to the mall occasionally. And like, and when I say the mall occasionally, I mean like, I don't know, every couple months, every season, we definitely will get some new clothes. But every time I would go, it would be a habit. It would be this little thing, River and I would go there and we'd stand there and we'd get a couple pieces and we'd take a piece home to John. And it was like this weird nurturing thing. And I realized like, I don't need that piece of candy to perpetuate some tradition. The tradition is right now I'm with my daughter. That's what I want. That's really what I want. I don't need these distractions. So this is what I want to ask you, you know, what have you incorporated that into rituals or old habits that you've assigned an emotion to them? And you're like, that's not even the emotion that I care about. Like, that's not even the thing. This is one of the things too, side note, that helped me stop drinking. So I've been sober for 17 years. I'll definitely share with that another time. But it's the same kind of thing. When I quit, I quit. Like cold turkey done. Because I had that moment of like, why am I drinking? 
And you know what it was? It was like social. And then it just got out of hand. So sometimes you have to just say to yourself, okay, first of all, you say something along the lines like, you know, that, that I'm never going to drink again. So I'm not going to say that drink's going to taste good one day, but I can say that piece of C's candy is going to be good one day, another day. And I'm good with that. What do you say to yourself if you have that? Here's another one. Maybe you're out crazy shopping. Maybe you're out um, not exercising. Instead, you're sitting on the sofa watching Netflix. Ask yourself, honey, hopefully you're being kind and loving and gentle. So I call myself honey. Well, honey, what are you hungry for? Or honey, what's going on? Why do you feel like you want to go watch TV? Or why do you want to whatever, get on, you know, be distracted in whatever manner you fill in the blank for that. Typically for me, it's that I'm tired. I want comfort. I feel like I've been working a lot. I've been, I'm stretching. I'm growing. I feel challenged. Sometimes I lean into that challenge and it's like, hell yeah, high five, dancing around the house. And other times it's, it's new and it's a little bit like, oh my God. So today I want you to think about and ask yourself those questions all around urges, impulses, the words sacrifice, delayed gratification. And are you BSing yourself by falling prey to your urges and impulses? Because you, quote, don't want to sacrifice that C's candy so that you feel good in that new sweater. Really think about that. And finally, my friends, I want to encourage you to have a relationship with yourself and with your thoughts. And don't be afraid to sit down and track what you're thinking, track what you're doing, and learn to value your thinking. Have a relationship with your thoughts. Have a relationship with your goal. Have a relationship with your emotions and not avoid them. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this another day, relationships. Oh my God, so many cool things with relationships. So go have a beautiful, amazing day. And finally, don't forget to email me, mary at marybicknell.com or share with me on Instagram or any of the socials. What does it mean for you to lead a life in common? Ask yourself that. How can today be uncommon? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't really wait to see those and hear those and read those. And I believe in you more than you'll ever know. Go be bold because you deserve to lead a life uncommon. Bye now. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life in common herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.